0: iSports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome to On The Pace on this Wednesday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. It's brilliant to have your company and we have plenty of bases to cover as well in the next 10 to 15 minutes as the New South Wales flavour and attendance at the Constellations Carnival in Queensland continues to grow each and every week. And this week, there is a real army of New South Wales horses making their way to Albion Park for the feature aces A Rising Sun. And the Great Square are two of just several uh, key raises, not only for this weekend, but when it comes to raises going forward as well. Tab markets are available for all of the features. Uh, if you're looking to them now, in totality, seven of the 10 raises on Saturday night are listed or higher level. And you can jump aboard your Tab app and find all of those markets presently. Other features, aside from the Rising Sun and the Great Square, the Southeast Oaks and Derby, uh, Uh, Both the uh, Daryl Alexander trotting final, the Fleur de Lille Ladyship stakes and the Mr. Feelgood. uh, They are all super competitive races and New South Wales is going to play a hand in each of them. There's a trialing session underway at Menangle as we speak. Uh, Some intriguing trials to come, dashing. this. Uh, son of Frith by Art Major was back at the trials. He showed a fair bit of promise in his first preparation, including a third last time out, the last time we saw him in the APG Gold Bullion final. And that was in behind Warden Buddy. So he was back at the trials, uh, looking forward to seeing what he can do for the remainder of this season. And to come shortly, Zeus Bromack is back on track as well, which is great to see. Uh, he was last seen in the Schweppes Sprint during the Carnival of Miracles, so he's back on track. Zeus Bromick you can catch all of those results and replays as the afternoon progresses. Unfortunately, wet weather played havoc yesterday. We didn't have any racing in New South Wales from a harness racing code perspective. Anyway, on Sunday and Monday, and then we only got midway through our Menangle card yesterday afternoon, and the Leeton card was also abandoned. So he is hoping, and we've seen the end of that rain for a little while. But uh, all in all, it's been a little dreary over the last few days. We're looking forward to Bathurst Racing this evening. Nine races there, the first getting underway at 5.07. And then we have the doubleheader tomorrow with Tamworth and... Also Penrith, both racing. Jared Alton, he's heading north to Queensland and he's going to play a vital role in a lot of the features across the weekend. The Rising Sun, he has uh, My Ultimate Ronnie engaged in the Great Square. He's duly represented and delightful Angel has also made her way north. We're about to touch base with Jared to discuss all of that. And as I say, good morning, Jared. Uh, I guess this few week period has been in the planning for a, a long time and it's nice to see the horses now in the fields where are you situated at the moment and if you haven't made your way to Queensland yet when do you head up?
1: Uh, morning Brit yeah no um, we're still in Sydney at the moment wishing I was in Queensland it's uh, very wet here this morning and muddy so I guess it is up there too but at least the weather's a bit warmer but um, no I'll head up tomorrow morning Um, We'll leave here early in the morning and get up there after lunch sometime tomorrow.
0: How is uh, the team to head north? I would assume from the outside looking in, things in preparation for the trip have gone off without a hitch and it looks as though uh, all of the boxes that needed to be ticked have been.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, Ronnie really needed that hit out the other day and he got a good strong hit out. Um, He just got a little tired late, which I sort of expected. He... um, I would have liked to have probably got another run under his belt um, beforehand but sort of just run out of time And um, but I was just glad that we got that one real good hit out under his belt and um, he tried all the way to the line. Kim said just fitness told out a little bit late so um, it was it was really good and delightful Angel. She went super here on Saturday night. She just got driven against her pattern a little bit. Just they uh, The plan was to sort of go back and hope they went quick but we went back and they just walked. So Will um, used his initiative and um, put her into the race. And same thing, just got a little bit tired late. So she didn't get beat far and she pulled up super. So um, I'm happy with both fair draws on Saturday night. So fingers crossed.
0: Let's discuss Delightful Angel in a little bit more depth to kick <clears throat> things off. She goes around in race number five, the flirt a little Ladyship State. She's had the three runs back from a spell and they've been fairly well spaced. She's raced uh, with about a, a fortnight in between. In fact, she backed up week to week there last week. But uh, she seems to have been up for a little while. She was back trialing uh, in mid-May. So I would assume it's been... A slow and steady approach to getting her to full fitness and what sort of mare is she? Is she a mare that gets better as the preparation goes on?
1: Yeah, she is. She loves racing and um, we'll probably I had a fairly fit to go at a first start um, and when she beat Bravia Kelly, she, she went 149 and um, she was pretty pretty well spot on then although she that was her first up run. She'd done a lot of work at home and since then, I, I sort of didn't want to flatten her because um, just sort of mega on them quick times. So I sort of backed off her a little bit and um, she probably um, just got away from me a little bit there. Um, so I just give her a couple of runs and she blew up pretty big over the back. So I think like she's spot on now. So I reckon, um, yeah, she. It, it sort of planned out a bit that way because... Um, I didn't want her flat going to Queensland. So as it's worked out, I think she's going to Queensland on a high. And I think if she has a little bit of luck on Saturday night from the second line, I think they'll definitely know she's there.
0: She's drawn nine. She's drawn to follow out Uptown Beach Girl. Just looking at the barrier draw, I think it could work out. And all the best laid plans sometimes don't go that way. But Uptown Beach Girl was brilliant last week. She's a go-forward type. Uh, You should get a really good run-through on her back. And then a mare like Manhattan has been uh, going forward and racing uh, up on speed prominently. So could you be in the 1-1 on the back of Manhattan? And that looks like the perfect position to be.
1: Yeah, I think that's how it looks on paper. Um, I'd like to think it can play out like that. Um, at worst, I think she'd be one out two back, but she's going to be close enough. So, um, I'd say uptown beach girl will hold the front. Um, she seems to go good in front and Donnie Smith's horses like to lead. So I'd say it'll hold the front. And, um, if Manhattan's in the death, then there might not be death there for U Kelly or, or anything like that. So yeah, it looks like it's going to play into our favor a little bit, but, Um, hopefully it pans out like that
0: and that's race number 5 for $52,000 and the group 1 golden girl is the week later, I'm just having a look at her here delightful angel, she's come a long way really from from probably the last few months, her Queen Elizabeth II mile run was exceptional she seems to love Menangle but is that just due to the high intensity uh, form of racing that's there, that there should be no issue with her getting around the the 1000 metre circuit
1: Well, I think that probably is a little issue. Um, When she come to me off Dave Kennedy, um, she'd raced Griffith the week before, and she galloped and um, done a few things wrong. And they said that um, she just can't get around the smaller tracks. But every time they've taken her to Menangle or even to Melton, she's grown a leg and just gone so much better. Um, So, and then since she's come here, she's—I was actually looking at her form last night. I think that. Further, she's finished back for me 6th, and that was when she never got out one day. So um, other than that, mainly finished 4th or above. And um, as you stated on her run in the Ladyship Mile was um, terrific. Like, she had the quickest closing sectionals of the race, albeit she did no work early, um, which helped. But, um, yeah, I think the night then that she upset Bravia Kelly... Um, a few people were shocked, but I definitely wasn't because I, I know that she can, when they go hard, she can just sit off that really good speed and um, still find the line. She's a little better as Delight and she's just such a good trier.
0: Yeah, well, she's certainly going to make her presence felt in these mare's races and she should love the the high intensity that should come with them. Julie represented in the new race, the Great Square Albizia. We spoke only 10 days ago and she was heading to menangal on trial for this race and she clearly did everything required she's come up with a nice enough draw but i must say just looking at this front line it's loaded with early speed so i'm sure that you'll be hoping to, to lob a handy position with her and i think the tempo is going to be very genuine in this hundred and fifty thousand dollar feature
1: yeah um she, she's a nice mare i think it's probably come up a little soon for her, as I, as i spoke about before like Uh, She's only had five starts and only three this time back in off having a long layoff. So um, she's been chucked into the deep end a bit. I'm not expecting anything uh, outrageous on Saturday night from her. If she can go around and run top five, like, I'd be really happy because I think, like, this time next year, I think she could be a really nice mare um, as long as her soundness um, stays stays intact. But um, she's done everything we've asked of her so far. And um, I I just think it's probably a little bit out of her reach Saturday night. But in saying that, I think um, she's definitely one to keep an eye out for moving forward.
0: Yeah, it's a really strong race at the Great Square. You've also got Paris kane Gage. She's got an inside of the second row draw, which should give her every opportunity to run to her best. And when it comes to the big one, the Rising Sun, we've already briefly touched on my ultimate, Ronnie, but you must have been watching at home on Monday night. And once he was drawn out first of uh, the four-year-olds, that couldn't have worked out much better. And therefore, he's been able to pick up a really good draw.
1: Yeah, no, well, um, I think Scott was a little nervous of uh, if he got a bad draw, so... Um, lucky he got dr- drawn out first; and he didn't have to worry about that. So, um, no, it's, it's, he's got a lot of options from there. Like he's got a lot of gate speed. So, um, as do a fair few others in the race. So, I think the tempo early is going to be uh, very hot, and um, we just got to hope Kim makes the right decision on um, what what we do.
0: Do you give Kim instructions?
1: Uh, oh, not really. Like you put these guys on because they're good drivers, you know, like um, if you've got to start giving them instructions, um, I think you've probably got the wrong driver on. But, um, oh, we'll have a chat about the race, but at the end of the day, he's the one driving the horse and he's got to make the decision out there. So um, we'll have a brief chat about it. Kim's pretty casual. He doesn't uh, overthink too much. So, uh, yeah, he'll he'll go out there and... um, He'll have a few few options, but, yeah, we'll leave it with him.
0: In saying that, you know this horse so well that he's so versatile, but do you have a leaning to what the best way is to drive him at this level?
1: Uh, he's very versatile. Like, he showed that he can lead, he can sit off him, he's sat in the death. Um, yeah, so he's, he's very versatile. Um, I think people don't realise, actually, how fast he is. They think he's more of a stayer, a grinder, but um he's actually very fast, so um with his funky action he's got he's a bit funky gaited he's he's always been like that and you you sort of just think that he's a, a out and out stayer but he has actually got high speed um we've given him a couple of hit outs here at home with the race bike on him and the sectionals that he can roll off are are pretty pretty phenomenal so I think he can um if he if he does get cover and I think um, they go hard, which uh, they will go hard. So he'll get his chance. So, um, yeah.
0: What about Leap to Fame? Because he's the horse uh, who everybody's talking about. And he's obviously the horse to beat on his body of work and and what he's done so far, this preparation as well. But in terms of a, a barrier draw for Leap to Fame, what was your initial reaction? Because there's never an easy... Uh, win at this level anyway but there's a lot of very good horses who want to be driven aggressively drawn to his inside so uh, is there a, a sniff of potential for him to be defeated on Saturday night what's your mindset going into the rising sun with your horse?
1: Oh realistically I was hoping he drew 20 or 22 or <laughs> is that something like that um, but um, yeah I, I honestly think he's just a freak so um I think seven's a perfect draw for him, I think, because um, he doesn't have to get in the early burn and then he can just uh, put him into the race whenever he feels um, the time's right. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of speed early, so Grant's such a good driver. I don't think he's going to get in any of that burn early and he'll uh, he's just got a lot of options from there. But um, I'd like to think that uh, we could beat him, but honestly, I think you're probably... Um, Everyone might be out there to run second. Um, I just think he's probably one of the best horses I've seen. Um, So, yeah, it's just um, great to have a horse in the race. And I honestly think we can run top four with the right run. And um, if he could run top four, I'd be um, wrapped.
0: And that's a rising sun. Leap to fame is currently the dollar forty favourite tab fixed. He's eased in the slightest, but it's made it a real race with where he's drawn, particularly where his major dangers have drawn and included in that list is my ultimate, Ronnie. Exciting to have uh, such a quality of horse to head to these carnivals and to be in the market in a few of these feature races is also really exciting. Best of luck, Jared, with the trip up and the weeks to come as well here's hoping there's a feature race win for the stable somewhere you look to have a few really good hopes
1: no worries thanks a lot we can uh, only do our best and we've got some nice horses going up as long as they uh, perform to their potential we'll be wrapped
0: Jared Alton joining us this morning here for On The Pace. So four feature race starters on Saturday evening as part of that Rising Sun card, including my ultimate Ronnie, who's presently $8 a third favourite for the Rising Sun from his barrier draw of three. So that's race eight on that Big Ten race, as mentioned earlier on, New South Wales representation everywhere. Uh, so we'll be watching with interest and we'll touch on it in more depth tomorrow morning as well for On The Pace here on Sky Sports Radio at the same time of 10.30 tonight. Bathurst to get underway at 5.07 with nine races. That's our card of racing in New South Wales today.